Now, Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy, Gwede Mandashe, has outlined areas of immediate focus in addressing rolling blackouts. But Peter Leon from Herbert Smith Freehills says although Mandashe made all the right noises, he failed to offer any concrete solutions to the significant challenges facing the mining sector, further calling on the uncoupling of the Departments of Minerals and Energy. He joins us now with more on that. Thank you so much for your time, Peter. Now, before we go into the detail of what the department should be doing at this time, I understand that you are at the uh, Investing in African Mining in Daba. I just want to find out what the mood is looking like because it's taking place amid a time when there's a confidence crisis in the country. You have commodities that are, commodity prices that are less favorable than they were about a year ago. You also have ESCOM that's a big headwind for the operations of mining companies and also Transnet efficiencies really being a big headache. So what is the mood at the Indaba right now? I think the mood is actually pretty positive because, I mean, you make all the right points there about commodity prices being depressed in relation to where they were last year. But, you know, the one thing that um, I think is interesting people at the Indaba, and don't forget the Indaba is not simply about South Africa. It looks at world events uh, in the mining industry and Africa as a continent in particular uh, is the whole green energy transition and the extent to which countries in Africa and elsewhere in the world are prepared for that transition uh, and which countries have the critical raw minerals to make that transition happen. The whole issue around decarbonisation, ESG, environmental, social and governance issues, those are all of huge importance to the global mining industry. And this is one of the most important mining investment conferences in the world. In fact, I was uh, in Saudi Arabia in uh, earlier in January uh, where they had a conference of about 7,000 people where the whole issue of you know supply chains for critical raw materials, where they're going to come from, where they're going to be processed, was very much on the agenda. So I think that is really the name of the game in the mining industry. And so I think, you know, to your question, mm. um, obviously people, investors are concerned about the situation in South Africa with ESCOM and and the energy supply issue or the lack of it uh, and what the government's um, plans are for it. Uh, but I, I, I think investors uh, and, and the sector look at broader issues than simply those mm. in South Africa. Yeah. Um, Peter, of course, I mentioned earlier on in the intro that uh, there are calls for an uncoupling of the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy. And I'd just like to drill into that in terms of what something like that would unlock. Well, look, I think it was a mistake to merge the departments back in 2014. That was as a result, as you probably know, of an ANC conference resolution that minerals and energy should be joined together. I mean, prior to that, prior to 2014, they were separated. Um, and so, you know, I think that the putting them together hasn't solved the problem at all because you've got two departments doing two entirely different things under one minister and we you know one of the things that the points that i agree with that Gwedi montashi said this morning which is actually rather alarming because it was worse than i thought it is is the electricity availability factor in south africa is 49 percent wow. it was around 54 55 percent uh, a couple of weeks ago and then 58 percent uh, in december the fact that it's now below 50 is extremely alarming i mean obviously the one concern I do have is he said very little about how government was going to fix that. 
and, and I thought the suggestions he made were not all that substantial, to be honest. Mm. You're talking about um, how he didn't really mention how government would uh, increase that energy availability factor. I mean, at this point, just looking at the failings that we have seen with ESCOM, I mean, is it just a, a lack of political will at this point, just looking at um, the lack of support that um, we've gotten from the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy? Well, it is a lack of political will. I think it's really a lack of, you know, effective planning. I mean, one issue he didn't talk about this morning was bringing renewables onto the grid. And, that, you know, that's the point that uh andre Dorator's made at eskim the the fact that you know obviously you've got all these old power stations which are some of them being mothballed others are under maintenance and that obviously has a huge impact on the grid uh, but one of the i think the failings of the energy side of the department of minerals rules resources and energy is the fact that there is the, the capacity that should have been brought on the grid through the renewal energy uh purchase program the reaps simply hasn't happened uh, and one of the points i think made by eskim late last year is that that they they simply couldn't uh, bring all the renewable energy onto the grid so that that is the issue so you've got a fact you know situation where power stations are being mothballed or being rehabilitated or main or, you know maintenance is needed and there's simply not new capacity coming onto the grid and obviously the answer to that and Eskom have already suggested it some time ago is renewable through renewable energy given the fact this country's got fantastic wind uh and um and and sunlight solar mm. power so you know th those are things i think should have been mentioned today the other point i would make is the other issue affecting the mining industry obviously money industry is in slightly better position because yeah. once the cap on self-generation was lifted last year remember it was 100 megawatts now it's it's anything yeah mining companies can generate their own energy and and he made the, the minister made the point that goldfields for example are already doing that which mm. is great that's that's fine but the issue for the industry is not so much eskom it, it's transnet because yeah. the problem at the moment, frankly, is that um, the industry is unable to get minerals to port because of the, all the issues with Transnet freight rail. So Transnet said originally that they would uh, allow a two-year concession period for the private sector to come into freight rail. They've now uh, sensibly got rid of that. But, I mean, that process hasn't started. So I think what, you, what you're having in South Africa is very interesting you have in a yeah. sense a creeping process of privatization um which the government of course has always been against but mm -hmm. the, the issues the headwinds facing the economy means that the government is effectively having to open up logistics uh in this country in a way which never happened previously yeah. under any administration whether it was under apartheid or under a democratic government so yeah. i think that is a really big change that's that's in the wings yeah well we have run out of time unfortunately peter but thank you very much for just outlining uh, what the endeavor the mood looks like as it kicks off today of course we will be looking out for more details on the uh, investment case for our mining industry and also just uh, uh, addressing the challenges that the mining industry is facing right now in south africa and obviously the opportunities um as we go green uh, also involving other african countries. Thank you very much for your time. That was Peter Leon, partner and Africa chair at international law firm Herbert Smith Freehills.